There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'm Chanae Ogwumike. I'm Lisa Leslie, and we're very excited to tell you about our new podcast with Blue Wire, Front and Center. Lisa and I are breaking down what's going on in our lives, in the world, and keeping it 100. We're also learning from amazing guests as well, like Emmanuel Acho. People that show love to me, I forever got their back. Vivica A. Fox. If the foundation isn't right, then the rest of it's going to go wrong from there. And more. Subscribe to Front and Center today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Oh, a Sopranos podcast. As always, my name is Joe Spellman, and this is Jonathan Till Thomas. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Yo, we got JTT. And this is, and this is uh, Tim the Toolman Taylor. Okay. All right. All right. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm, and I'm Zachary Ty Bryant. <laughs> Or whatever oh, yeah. I think that's his name. Zachary yeah. Tyler. Yep. Something. We've got uh, Patricia, Richardson Patricia Richardson as our guest. SAG Vice legend. President. Uh, you guys notice I went character name. You guys went actor name. So That's right. Because right. we're actors. Right. Yeah. You know, we re- right. respect so the, the profession. Pattern, so the pattern is character, actor, character. Yes. That's right. And then Patricia, or actor, character, actor. Sure. Yep. Actor. Choose. Pick. Wow. It's okay. Been a long and couple weeks. Hey guys. Uh, yeah. yeah, we didn't record last week because there was there was some things going on. Yeah. Everything is right with the world. Everything is good. <laughs> we don't have to do anything anymore because it's all perfect now. Um, that's right. It's getting better. And we're talking about episode, uh, season three, episode seven, second opinion. Yes, we are. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's, so for people who haven't watched in 20 years, this is, uh, the episode where, uh, first of all, like, this is like an oasis in the season, I feel like. This is like mid-season, the past three episodes have been fucking really traumatic and awful yeah. to watch, and this yeah. is, this episode is just, it, uh, there, it has its heavy moments, but it's, it's more or less it's, a delight it's like, to a, watch. Yeah, it's <laughs> After a bevy of, like... Uh, memorable lines and like yeah. and facial reactions from a lot of people. <laughs> it's yeah. just like yeah, it's There's, just like so like especially like the the Paulie and Christopher stuff is just so fucking great. Really good stuff. A real, a real good um 
palate cleanser, I guess. Yeah. Is a good, uh, good term I guess for you it. could call that a dick. <laughs> <laughs> You've got the bee on your head. you got a bee on your oh, head. I mean, that's, uh, that's juice what... with better food. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, there's, there's so much. Like that, that scene with Tony and, and Furio at the golf course is what this, this oh. episode is, is known for. But so, like, for the, sure. the rundown Junior is dealing with, you know, his, uh, cancer diagnosis he he's he's just had surgery and he's and he's uh taking advice from uh dr kennedy who he holds dr john kennedy i should say who he holds in high regard and then um carmela is dealing with getting some second opinions about her marriage to tony Mm -hmm. uh and then and then paulie and chris button heads over some size 10 shoes but uh (laughs) but yeah so that's that's basically the rundown of the episode the episode opens <laughs> with Junior going into surgery. Yep. And we get the uh the his POV like on the table where he's like getting cut, like the feds duck their heads in and start offering him deals like we'll give you the cure for cancer if you give up if you give up Tony. Yep. Gets then, weirder uh, when yeah. we see the the spinning newspaper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mary's Angie Dick- Dickinson. <laughs> When's so Angie silly, Dickinson? Sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was that was silly. That was real silly. Like really, I, it's almost <laughs> as though they knew like how fucking uh, oh, I difficult think... the past episodes have been, and so they started out. I mean, you know, Junior under the knife for cancer is 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 pretty grim in and of itself but still they they started out with like these like weird kind of funny jokey moments i i agree yeah they did. and even yeah. with like there's like a little montage of him like on on like the uh like being wheeled through the hospital and you hear like all these past quotes from the series up until that point right yeah, ends with yeah, like echoing, uh, uh, yeah. peppers and eggs peppers and eggs it's like, what? Yeah. What? why is that the quote you end on? Why is he remembering very that weird. in that moment? He, yeah, he's regretting weird. the choice that he didn't get the peppers and eggs. Uh, that's what I should have got. But <laughs> I mean, I often have dreams of food that I regret not eating. <laughs> that's true. That's if we if if we ever are going under the knife. Yeah, when I'm slipping into unconsciousness, I'm often thinking about food. It, have it, you guys? It'll probably be day's guys... hot chicken, right? usually it is have you guys ever like gone under like for surgery mm-hmm. yeah um, oh yeah because that because that is always how it goes like you, a like, number you, of times you, you never like count more than like a few numbers and then you're like oh and then you're, you're done like, out. yeah you're oh out. yeah and then yeah. you hear the echoes of all the past people in your life just like like commenting lines like sound bites right like yeah. yeah, my I, I my feel... fifth grade teacher is like, you'll never have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how did she know what a podcast was in 1995? It's so weird. I, f- I feel like uh, a couple times uh, when I've like gone under, or maybe I don't know. Yeah, I want a couple times. I don't remember many times this happened, but um, one time I think I remember like the the doctor was over me. This is what I remember, and he was just like, wait, what? What did you say? <laughs> but you don't remember what you said. You just remember that nah, he reacted not at that all. way. I, I, oh, I assume I was like, oh, all the Jews, oh, I hate Jews. <laughs> and then they did oh, the cool. surgery bad because they like were like, fuck this guy. Yeah. Like, I have a metal plate surgery. in my foot. That's why I had surgery. I have a metal plate in my foot. And then they and then they had surgery to take it out. Is that for sure. real? You have a metal plate in your foot? Yeah. I have, well, I did. I did. I had a, me- I have a metal plate. 
I I have a cadaver bone in my foot. A part of part of my ankle is like from a dead person's bone. Oh, that's sick, um, dude. Cadaver. What that's the, fucking how, sick. <laughs> how the fuck have we have yeah. neither of us like discovered this about you? Really? I've probably told said that before. I one time I when I was hammered and like when I was like 16 years old, I was hanging out on Staten Island with my cousin and I was oh, like impressing his I was impressing his friends that I had like just met that night and I like flipped over a fence, you know, like a, like one of those like country fences that are like just three logs, you know? And I like flipped over, flipped over that, just smacked my ankle. And I was like, Ooh, that hurt. But I was drunk and I was fine. And then I woke up that night of the morning. I couldn't walk. You, you weren't fine. Cause you, you have a cadaver yeah. bone in your foot now. Yeah. And well, they, no, no, no. This they, is before the oh, cadaver. Oh, okay. They found, oh, okay. they found a, they found basically like a, a like, like non-cancerous tumor oh. inside the bone that was weakening the bone. So they had to take out like, you know, this much, like a, like an inch or two of my bone and they replaced it with a cadaver bone and then they put a metal plate in it and then the metal plate started hurting my ankle and then they took the metal plate out and the bone is fused into my bone well the first bone (laughs) the first bone was too big right and they were like i don't know why we thought he was a size 10 yeah Yeah, yeah, nice nice Nice. wait do you know the do you know the person whose bone you have no absolutely not how would he know that (laughs) i don't know like uh, sometimes like you know like people get heart transplants and they're like they call the people up to thank them. They invite them over for Thanksgiving dinner, that kind of shit. Uh, well, if you're getting a heart transplant, I'm yeah, pretty sure that the person you got it from is dead. Not that person, but like their family, their kids, that kind of thing. Like, hey, sometimes we're all... they do. So it's sometimes people don't know. Of course, I did yeah. not care. I, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's because like the, that's like a life saving, and like Joe, yeah, Joe's yeah. was like so his foot was idiot saving. Up. Yeah, he, yeah, jumped, yeah, he jumped the country <laughs> fence and needs needs a bone. <laughs> Um, okay, so we made it through the opening scene of this episode. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what so then when we don't have a guest, like we, we don't, do not stay on. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so this is uh, so then we meet Doctor Doctor Kennedy. He's he's like a douche, right? I mean, straight out yep. of the straight out of the gate, he's just this hot shot doctor. Everybody stands freaks for him and geeks, freaks and geeks. Sam Levine's dad and freaks. Oh, and that's geeks. right. And that's uh, right. and the Simpsons, Tracy Ullman show. Great, mm-hmm. great actor. Great mm-hmm. actor. Mm-hmm. Did not know that. Great actor. He Don't plays a great it. douche. Uh, yeah. yeah, one of the epic douches up there with uh, Alan Alan Sappinsley. From, yes. Uh, yeah, you could see them being season. good friends. Yeah, uh, but but he gives the guys the good news that he he thinks that he got all the cancer out of out of Junior, um, which we know is probably not true. Some uh, great uh, uh, meatballs in the waiting room with, <laughs> with with Bobby and Tony. Oh, these old mooks oh, yeah. just oh, like yeah. hanging out. Like I watch like, casting after a certain amount of like rewatches, you start to just watch the extras in the background because you've seen the main actors so many times, and just watching right, right. their faces as they get the news, it's like they're really All hanging right, and it you, up. You three old meatballs, you guys are really excited. <laughs> By the doctor's good news, you guys are gonna be really you're thrilled. <laughs> um, and then so the other storyline that kicks off uh, really started brewing a few episodes ago, but but uh, you know notches up a few gears in this episode is is the Polly Chris beef. Uh, you know yeah. Chris has been made this season, but things are not going smoothly for him, especially in regards to reporting to Polly. And Polly, first of all, Chris beats him in pool at the Bing, and then. 
uh paulie's just like fuck you i'm not paying like I, apparently they had made a bet and he's just like good luck getting it so like, yeah such a shithead move uh but then he makes him do a strip search or a wire which is like would be incredibly traumatizing I, like could you imagine and then he gets his dick made fun of i guess you can call that <laughs> a dick i mean it's hazing um, i mean you know like the, yeah it's like hazing yes yeah. you know i like, look at the the, the the people at hand, of course, of course, they're fucking. Hazy, so yeah, so you know, Polly, like, Silvio, and Patsy, right? And Patsy, yeah. And yeah. Silvio says something like, "Oh, you, look, we got we got this from New York. They laid it down. Like, yes, the books are open to make new guys, but they got to be open to like, you know, strip searches and all this other shit to make sure they're not, you know, on the Fed's payroll." Uh, which, yeah. it's like, <laughs> so I mean, like, <laughs> do you, do you think that, that? Do you think that's true? Like. Is it? It's kind of actually. Now that I think about it, it's kind of weird that New York controls opening the books for Jersey. Is that like? Did that strike you guys? Well, as weird? are they? Are they uh, well, it's like the mothership. Well, no, I mean like. Well, the there was the that families. there was that, yeah, there was that group that controlled the five families and they controlled everything. Like that right. group, like you know, the bosses of all the five. Well, I forget what they what they call themselves, but. The, yeah, I mean, not the association. It was like something like that, like the commission, like the, the commission, yeah. the commission. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right. So maybe, maybe there's some like you know tangentially uh, like related to the commission somehow or under their thumb somehow. Because yeah, I think they even had like some sort of jurisdiction like in regards to like the Philly like mob too. Like some, so I believe that like in the Northeast <clears throat> they kind of are like they do dictate. Right to an extent, yeah. Like who's getting yeah, made? To an and, yeah, to yeah, yeah. But also at the same time, I mean, I think it's also like, probably bullshit. <laughs> still, probably also can't say right. no to Paulie, and he and has they, to come they up all, with They something. all wanted to see Chris's dick so bad. Exactly. Yeah, they did exactly. want to see his dick. Apparently, I guess you could call that a dick. I mean, so I my mean, question is: think, Do you think Chris has I a small think, dick? I bet he just did. Hey, I bet he. I bet he's just a grower, not a shower. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, like you could you tell know, it's so, fall. You could tell it's fall for like when they go to the golf course. So it might be a little cold. Yeah, it might be a little and, you know, cold. A little in chilly there. in the back room of the Bing. A little chilly. I mean, you know, Adriano want that big dick. You know. So. See, that's <laughs> that's my feeling. That's why I, uh, I think the motivator, and we, and then you know, obviously we see Paulie like later. Like, there's no reason to come like uh, to his house like later. Uh, you know, I think like it it stems from them like jealous that he's with Adriana. And they're like, you think that's what it all comes down to? That's interesting. I, I, never, it, I never thought Paul, about that. Oh, no. With, with, with Paulie, I think that is part of the motivation. Is that, like, he... I, th- I, I Like, look at the three people that um, that make him do the strip search. It's like, they're older. Like, they they might be a little envious of, like, Christopher's youth. Mm-hmm. And, and, they're, and, and, of course, like, you know, you're going to hate somebody... Uh, below you, like who's younger than you, like, right? I mean, they all I th- probably I think had to go through th- it. I think that's part of it. I don't think that they're necessarily jealous of Adrian. I think it's just like hazing, well, and yeah, you know, you know, he he just got made, so like he's got to keep him on his toes, really. True. But then he you follows know, like, him, like when he's like like hooking up with like uh the hooker, <laughs> like yeah, like I, like because he was upset about yeah. about about how he like complained to Tony. Well, in in support yes. of of Furnix, argument um paulie does take take the first chance he gets to sniff adriana's panties so yes <laughs> i mean that's i mean wouldn't you 
fucking. Cool. I know you would, Gullius. I know that's your thing. Dude, where's, Why is that where's Johnny the exciting? Nutsack Pino, man? This was this was this was an app, dude. He's um. No, dude. We, we, not, fans, he, if you're listening, we need some more clamoring for Johnny the Nut. You used to um, do it. Let's, uh, let's hear it again. Yeah, yeah, fans. That's I mean, true. he really actually needs your support because he actually contracted COVID-19. Oh, fuck. oh um, no. Uh, we did get a shout uh, out he, this this week. Uh, 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 faithful fan of the show, Ryan Perry. Uh, he Because uh, I, I, I did a poll on the Twitter for like who who is your favorite cuz Spotify asks like who's your favorite podcast host and so i made uh-huh. a poll of like the three of us and then uh, a fourth option was eh fuck you's which one of course obviously as it should <laughs> yeah. um yeah. but Ryan Perry responded what no sec pino option Ooh. so sec pino he's, yeah he's you know he's him. on the mend right now you know he got the regeneron he got the rendezvous <laughs> he got it all he got the- he was at Walter Dex- Reed for Dex- some reason. Yeah. yeah, he actually he he was in the army and he lives in Washington D.C. So he did go to Walter Reed, and he um, he, fu- he was he had an orgy with he had an orgy with all the doctors, yeah. and he, stole, he had an orgy. Him and Trump had an orgy. They they both like I guess swapped saliva and cured mm. themselves. Uh, Super spreader. So yeah. so he'll be back. Super he'll be back. Orgy. So he's still resting yeah, that, though. That, yeah, good. Well, good. All the best to him. Um, but uh, thoughts and but, prayers. Yeah. So then, so then we get uh, a little, a little scene of uh, Sunday dinner with AJ and and uh, Carmela's parents, and AJ's going to DC. I love, I love, like, I love that. Yeah, we're going to the FBI headquarters. Yeah. <laughs> going. Tony goes. So. So. <laughs> Classic. Uh, Classic. But this sort of this sort of like kicks off the Carmela like B story for this episode, which is her calling it to question um, her marriage to Tony, I guess, which, you know, is not the first time we've seen it in the series, but ser- but this sort of episode uh, really puts it all into focus. Tony leaves mid dinner and then Carm's mother like gets on him. Like, see, this yeah. is the example he sets and you could have married right. so-and-so and all this. He has two, the man uh, has two speeds, moping and yelling when he's here. Yeah. <laughs> She's she's not wrong. She's not wrong. Um, not wrong. But uh, but yeah, I mean, Carm Carm comes to Tony's defense. Uh, you know, Carm's dad uh, didn't want to hear about like how Tony helped him with his construction bids and all this shit. Uh, so at this point, she's like on Tony's side. But that sort of like plants the seed for her, and then the rest of the episode is hers, more or less, like feeling getting second and sometimes third or fourth opinions from other people like about uh her marriage she goes into uh, a therapy session with melfi without tony there why would you do that unless you you want to get a uh, a little a little taste of um i don't know some advice from from a professional on this uh which i always forget i always forget that that Carm has that like solo scene with Melfi in that office. And it's not because yeah. it's a yeah. forgettable, forgettable or bad scene, but, but it's just, I don't know. It's like, she probably the, it's the only one. Yeah, it's, it's well, it's the only, yeah. certainly I think the only um, scene in the series where it's just Melfi and just, just one other person yeah. in that, in that, uh, in that office. Yeah. But yeah. No, wait, wait. whoa, wait, wait. Well, what? in the, in the off, Oh, we never see her. I was saying, uh, it's just Melfi and uh, Carmela. 
Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, what that, what other character do we see in in uh, a one on one session? We don't see Gloria. Do we see Gloria? Okay, yeah. We do. We do. We do. You're do right. we? You're right. We see her yes. in the waiting room. Oh no, no, no. We do see her. In no, the... she. What about the guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We see, don't we yeah, see yeah. another? Don't we see another like random character, like some uh, some writer too, play like a whining husband? Or like right before Tony walks in, like back <laughs> yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even see that shit. Sure. <laughs> I mean, but uh, isn't it Terrence Winter? Isn't it? It was. It was terrible. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, then, dude, Georgie is having a tough run. The past oh few God. episodes. <laughs> the fucking eye patch on. He's <laughs> got the fucking eye patch from Ralphie hitting with a chain. In the by, by the face. way, by the way, I rem- my father like got all caught up in the Billy Big Mouth Bass <laughs> craze, and we Seen. we definitely had one. We definitely had one. And Why? He, Definitely thought it was so fucking funny. I mean, they're also commenting on how like stupid they how are. Stupid. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Like like when they're laughing like fucking retards in the car. <laughs> like oh my god. Just completely cutting like, the tension in that moment. Which I love. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean oh, it's, so it's just like he, he moves the fish head moves and they're all like, oh uproarious. Like, but it was like, I mean what the what? It was a fucking phenomenon. That fucking like, what was I, wrong yeah, with us? Was, what was, was I don't know. What was wrong know. with people? Dude, never. Uh, I mean, never uh, underestimate the the tastes of the American public. I think um, yeah. Agent Harris says that in the opening of season six. Like we are we are pretty fucking easily <laughs> amused. Um, yeah. But yeah, but, but yeah, I I, I mean I kind of like it as a device to remind Tony of pussy in this episode. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because then we get the stuff with Ange too. Like, um... well, yeah, that that's sort of like because they want pussy to be on the minds of the viewers, but also uh, equally Tony and Carmela, and that that was kind of like a brilliant, subtle way, like just. That, that this, that's what this show did, like that no other show did. Like they could take something in that was in like pop culture, some small fucking detail, and then make it like a character moment, and it's yeah. it, and it, that speaks to the time. And and I don't know, I just I just think I mean even the music, like take me to the river, drop me in the water, like that's exactly what they did with Pussy's body. Like you know, not yeah. the river, but fucking yeah, you know. But uh, yeah, that sort of kicks off the whole. Carm ends up meeting. Angie Bumpensero in the in the supermarket, and she. First of all, let me ask you guys this: what, Like, do you think Carmela a hundred percent knows that that Tony's responsible for Pussy's death? She seems to, because uh, the 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 scene between the two of them, like when he when he comes home late and like he's missed dinner, mm-hmm. she seems to not by any of the bullshit and it's and it's and the more she's just kind of silent about it and stern and like quietly like you know just like pissed off at him about the situation the more he reveals himself to be so defensive about it that right. he seems so guilty you know yeah i i yeah. like it just doesn't yeah. make yeah. i mean especially like angie herself the last time she sees puss is tony and the guys taking him out to the boat <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't it does like that's and that's the last she ever hears from him so right <laughs> uh, yeah she knows. she knows i mean Ange definitely knows yeah but does carmilla know that Ange knows so it's like it's it's so weird they both have this unspoken like my husband fucking killed your husband 
but you should come over but for all, dinner sometime. Like, well, also, you know, but I also, mean, like, oh, sorry, Joe. You do go. you think that Ange knew that he was working with the FBI because he did have the fucking tapes right on a, on their like, uh, you know, nightstand? Um, sure. And his coming she, and going and all that shit. Did like, she? Did she like know a little bit and like? you know, and everybody all knew. And it's something that everybody knows, but it's also like, and this is a lot that this episode deals with, is that Carmela is an enabler or and or complicit, complicit sure. into right. into uh, the, into Tony's thing. Is that like, you know, do do some of them like Ange and Carmela take the the tone of uh, then the mentality of like, well, he, he ratted it out. Yeah, he did rat it out. So like, I'm not going to go, you know, crazy about what happened to him because he did fuck up. Yeah. Um, do they have that mentality as well? Yeah. Including yeah, possibly. Inch. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. I, I also think um, Carmela's scene with the other therapist, you know, he's pointing out how much she denies in herself. Dr. Krakauer. And, and this is that Dr. that Dr. is like one of the great, most memorable great scene, scenes. by the way. In yeah, Carmela's oh yeah. whole arc as a character, because <laughs> but and the funny thing is, it's not very consequential. It doesn't like pivot her character in a new direction, but it, it sort of like I don't know. For the rest of the series, there is that sort of cloud hanging over her character because uh, this guy says to her, "One thing you can never say is that you haven't been told." Yeah, and his absolutism in what she should do morally is yeah. is so jarring compared to melfi that yeah. like right it's, you know and she doesn't you know ultimately we know she does leave tony for a time but not for another uh you know season and a half um, well and the and the episode ends with her getting the fifty thousand dollars to, the to donate yeah. right right and she yeah she gets lets herself be bought by yeah. tony yeah you know um, yeah. A lot of people, uh, therapists actually had took issue with that scene because they were like, no therapist uh, would ever be so judgmental in the room. But I think, I think what they did, and I think it was smart Probably. on like the writers and the castings part, like make it this old guy on death's door who's just seen it all and had enough. And he's just telling it like it is at this point. And I, I buy that. Up. Bolt the bullshit of his clients. <laughs> right. And he sees right through it. And also, yeah. To, yeah. like, uh, I was reading, uh, the guy who played him uh, actually did pass away two weeks before the episode aired. Wow. He's great, by the way. He's so good. <laughs> He's really good. I don't know. I don't know if, uh, you know, I mean... I don't know. I mean, I guess someone wouldn't be so blunt on their first session. Yeah. I mean, he's um, very blunt. Very blunt. <laughs> he's like, I yeah, won't take your blood money. Like, yeah, yeah, that's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> I mean, maybe as like, maybe like you know, they do bring in like the Jew element to it. I don't know if that like it, it is another factor in in his motivation, but um, what like cranky Jew? Is that what you're saying? No, or that they have like you know. Oh, because like, she brings up religion. Like I brought, like a yeah, no, okay, and yeah, and he's. Yeah. Did I just reveal my anti-Semitism? Whoa, Sorry. no, I don't know. Like, like, I don't know. Maybe I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, like, um, as if there's more honor in 
their religion or something or their people. Well, he, he can more readily dismiss Carmel. You know, she's like, I talked to my priest and she says, and he says I should uh, stick with him. And he's like, well, how's that working out? How's that working right. out? Right. <laughs> like, not that good. I feel is real. That I feel is real though. Like that, that, that moment is real. For sure. For sure. Um, but yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, that, that scene actually, um, Edie Falco won... I think she won an Emmy for this episode and probably that scene oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. clinched it for her because she was so yeah. good. Did you yeah. also notice that she's in between the legs of the statue like uh, like Tony is? Oh, yeah. there was shot? So when, yeah. when she's going to into the session with Melfi, that's the famous opening shot of the series is yeah. Tony wedged between the legs of this statue of a naked woman. And Carmela even too. says, like, I don't... She points out that she didn't like it. Yeah. She's like, I'm not a big fan yeah. of that statue. She liked the art. Melvi <laughs> um, gives her the look like, okay, well, fuck you, bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you have no taste oh, or whatever. <laughs> okay, well... Uh, um, uh, but so... Whatever. Uh, so Can't... Chris comes home with those shoes. Okay. And Adriana's... <laughs> First of all, I love that Adriana's watching Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Deborah. It's it's Deborah. the other Italian American uh TV family that was airing at the time. Very different. Right. Uh but yeah. uh well, more wholesome. Yeah. Uh yeah. And Chris You'll big up Hofstra, Phil Rosenthal Hofstra, baby. Shit. There you go. <laughs> Yo, everybody feed Phil. <laughs> I never watched. Um I uh yeah I uh oh I I know you're gonna keep talking about that but uh but yeah go ahead go ahead go ahead Paul <laughs> Paul you won't... no so the whole thing with Chris and Paulie like you know we already touched on like maybe Paulie's infatuation with with Aid I think it's more of just like a power thing and he's he's just just taking such glee and shitting all over Chris but yeah. this sort of like sets up like you know like pine barrens even you know just this whole right, slow right. boil of of chris and Polly, like that's probably one of my favorite feuds from the entire series is just whenever chris and Polly butt heads like that's the best oh it's so yeah. good even though sports had a break your business didn't you have to keep moving and that makes hiring more important than ever indeed is here to help Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, and you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is the best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. Um, 
got a couple uh, good lines. I mean, um, well, he says uh, he he calls Paulie uh, Spacon. Spacon, or, yeah. Spa, is it Spacon or Spacon? I think it's I think it's Spacon. S F. Spacon. Yeah. Uh, okay, because Coco. Uh, oh, um, I, I could be wrong. Let me not no, go against no, I, uh, Coco. Oh, I kind of feel like what Chris said is Wait, like it's like Angie, Angie's dog or our friend Coco. He says like Spuckone, but I thought it was interesting because I'd never heard Spuckone before. But Chris says Spuckone, which I think is probably right. Probably just means idiot, like all those Italians, yeah. like Italian slurs, it uh, Italian things. Stupid. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then of course, and then of um, you know, like another great line is like. Or a great just scene is when she has he she tells him that he she sucked Ben Ben <laughs> Gillette's dick and so good he like you low life cunt whore <laughs> he gets so mad he gets so furious right before they come into his apartment I would I I mean I know that they that they put it in because it solely just it probably amused the writers room to no end to to include that but like why why Ben Gillette? Like why? Well, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> well, like you know, AC. Who, like AC. Like what? Yeah. What entertainer like goes to casinos? Yeah. Like they they're definitely huge in casino <laughs> right. entertainment. But right. they sort of like because she was like, oh, he followed me in the bathroom or so or something like that. Or they made him be like a creep. Yeah, be a creep. Which I yeah. which I buy. But uh... yeah. <laughs> I also love that scene uh, when uh, Christopher says about Paulie. Uh, Fuck him in the Coupe de Ville he rode in yeah, on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, so I mean, the whole Chris and Aid thing, like, uh, sort of carries throughout the episode, but and him sniffing the panties is just, like, fucking unforgivable. I love Paulie's code of, of like, look, <laughs> uh, the day they're married, anything that touches their pussy is off limits. Okay, yeah. What a code of honor, sir. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you guys think about the the – I thought it was kind of weird. Uh, the Carmela visiting Meadow scene. They play this sort of like depressing music, and she's sort of waiting in the in the dorm hall. It's a Niels uh, Lofgren song. Yeah, I don't even know that from uh, East Street Band. Oh, he's uh, oh, one of the guitarists okay, from right. uh, East Street yeah, Band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the is that the ending song too? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, I think uh, I think I guess it's ultimately like uh, because <laughs> that conversation devolves into meadow criticizing carmela like i'm not going to get caught up in whatever accommodational pretense you and you and daddy or have you know what i mean like right. which is just a rem- and also another like, reminder st- go ahead and still and still blaming uh tony for the like noah being a piece of shit like yeah like obviously tony was in the wrong but that's not why noah dumped her mm-hmm. like no dumped her because he's like older and like a fucking douchebag. Right. And... It's almost like Carmela wanted to go visit her daughter just so she could hear about the breakup, so she can like feel a little better. Like, oh, my marriage yeah. is here. <laughs> like, it's all like, it's all part of her. Like, she she visits person to person. Even the even like the guy from Colombia. Like, and she's reassessing her marital situation through the eyes of like every character that she meets with her parents. And then Met, Melfi, yep. Meadow, the the dean or whoever the fuck he is from Columbia, and then ultimately Krakauer, the therapist. But uh, but yeah, what'd you guys think of that the, the fucking dean the dean character? I mean, such a fuck, just another like white 
turd. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, like, dude, yeah. he's he's uh, he's Italian, man. Yeah, he's, he's a uh, paisan. He's, yeah, he's a paisan. Yeah, in name only. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even. Yeah, yeah when it when it when it when it stroke when it, a pen in Ellis Island. Yeah. Yeah. When he like speaks Italian to the fucking bartender, like, oh god, fucking kill me. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> dude, like, you, dude. Wait, what? what the fuck do you want? Yeah. Um yeah, so you're on, Midtown uh, Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, you're on the Upper West Side, you fucking douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, and then I, speaking... I, I love I I love like um I, I I've had my like issues with Jamie Lynn Siegler like as an actress like mm. from time to time. But the character is like so well written because they really capture, especially in this time period of the show, they capture like the moodiness, I think in a less like over the top way, like they did in the beginning, because like, I think it was the episode before she's like at, like she's back home and talking about, Oh, the Eloise movie is coming out. Anyway, when it comes out, we are so there. And she's like so excited. Mm. And then like, you know, in this episode, Carm comes. She brings her like dry cleaning and like homemade meal, and she just insults like Carmela's like intelligence. <laughs> right, she's right. such a fucking dick to her. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, yeah, but that's you know, that's fucking moody that's college student kids. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good writing. It's good writing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then fucking Kennedy fucking over Junior. We got so Junior ends up getting a second opinion before he goes back under the knife, which is reasonable. Um, and there ends up yeah. being this like consortium of doctors like trying to decide what the best path forward is for him. Um, and then Kennedy decides, oh, I don't want uh, whatever doctor from Sloan Kittering looking over my shoulder on this surgery, so I'm just not gonna fucking yeah. deal with this. The guy. best cancer hospital like in the world maybe yeah, so. right yeah so basically he basically he's like uh yeah yeah uh i don't want any doctor uh noticing my faults but ultimately right. i feel like it's not even so much that he doesn't want that uh like doctor leaning over his shoulder uh that stops him from communicating further with junior i think it's ultimately just that the fact that junior went for a second opinion at all did trust him yeah oh, sure, was such sure. a, like a blow to his ego that he's just like well fuck this guy which ultimately right, yeah. leads to one of the most iconic, uh, like intimidation scenes, um, on the golf yeah. course with him. Oh yeah, with, uh, t- dude, I gotta give credit to uh, uh, Federico Castellucci because he he fucking rolled up on that golf cart uh, <laughs> dude, and really great fucking turned swerve. the wheel like right before he struck that actor. So, oh like, yeah, oh yeah, right in he, front of the golf ball. Oh, oh yeah, like top notch. Yeah. Great golf cart work, and then, <laughs> I don't think they—I don't think they practiced it at all. I heard that was just done in one. It's the first time he wasn't supposed to do Which, it. Yeah, no, but, uh, <laughs> he's like, I used to park these things when I uh, growing up. Uh, you know, I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the famous like, uh, "There's a bee on your hat." On your like head, that and fucking... stupid a fucking game. <laughs> Mr. Williams here, he don't play. Stupid a fucking game. <laughs> stupid a fucking um, game. Yeah, that that Made whole scene is just so quoted because that is that is a scene that you really needed after the last few episodes where you can get on Tony's side again. Where you'd be like, these fucking asshole doctors, they don't have a fucking receptionist answering the call like this and that. Blah, blah. <laughs> like these, everybody yeah. just wishes so much that they could cut through the bullshit like Tony does and fucking yep. get a guy to do what what he wants. The right thing to do, by the way, is like fucking follow up with your patient. 
he's doing right. the right thing. And Tony just and Tony and of course with the assistance of Furio, uh, just fucking nails it. That's why I think that scene is so like beloved by fans. Yeah, it's, you know, it's yeah. a comment. It's a comment on the healthcare system in the in, in this in this country. He says, you it's know, true. you have to be up on top of your health as much as your doctor, or even more. Yeah. Yeah, Medicare for all, dude. Oh fuck! Yeah, shouldn't, the... shouldn't have said. Should've whoa, said. whoa, whoa! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Yo, and Junior and and Junior gets mad at uh and at Bobby too um for only asking about when he can eat regular food again. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so the other, uh, how many white castles you have? I can smell it. I can smell it. it. Like. It... It looked like Junior was making like a milk and ground beef uh, smoothie. <laughs> oh my or something. god, that was uh, terrible! I was like, uh, "What? What was that? What is that club was, of stuff?" I was that assuming it was ice it? cream, I guess. But <laughs> oh yeah, that yeah. Would, but uh, I thought but it was like protein sense? powder or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's probably ice cream. I mean, you think he's getting protein powder from Costco? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Junior's eating he's ice cream, Herbalife. blended blended milkshakes for the, for three weeks. That's that's good for your cancer, June. <laughs> Yeah, um, right. Like, yeah, yelling at Bobby not... for having White Castle, and he's like, yeah, making an entire blender full of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, ultimately, oh, by the way, uh, little little Tony Hale cameo. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Rest of development. Buster Bluth. Yep. Um, yep. Is, that, is that the chemo uh, that he's no, like we... hooking up Junior to? Yeah. 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 Yeah, and then Kennedy comes back. And he's like, "Oh, you got the best guy. <laughs> you got the best guy here." <laughs> it's like Tony Hale's huh? like, "What? Uh huh? Sure." Um. Yeah, me and Dave worked with Tony Hale. Oh hell yeah, we did indeed. Um. Oh wait, yeah. wait, Paul, were you there too? No, I was Paul, no, you weren't. No, Paul wasn't no. on that one. But uh, no, he was on the other one. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, <laughs> yep. The nicest. You were in the bathroom with him. Nicest fucking guy ever. You went to the bathroom with Tony Hill? That's great. Well, the, we were shooting, shooting the thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I, pro- <laughs> I produced, uh, I produced a, a, a short for College Humor that he was in. That's right. And yeah, uh, yeah. he was uh, the most lovely person. So shout Yeah, out he was Tony really Hill. nice. Um, love Tony Hill. Oh, yeah. So this, this final scene, when Tony comes home and Carmelo's on the couch... Do do you think she is as depressed as she is sort of emitting, or do you think this is an act of manipulation to get Tony to do what she wants him to do? What do you think? Uh, the final scene with her on the couch and she's like, I "Yeah, need I, you think to... she's de- I think she's, I think depressed. she's depressed. You, th- yeah, you think, think it's, it's, both. it's genuine? I think it's both. Well, she yeah. she's certainly manipulating Tony. But I, yeah, I don't, I don't think she, because some people I was reading like comments and this and that, some people are like, oh, she's a mastermind. She's not depressed. She's just fucking acting that way to get what she wants. I buy that she's that depressed. (laughs) I think she, yeah. And I think she knows that. I think she knows, I think she knows that she can use her authentic depression to her advantage. I think that's how her brain works. And I think she feels like she had the leverage because of the scene in the kitchen at dinner the night before when Tony clearly revealed his cards. Yeah. And basically, like, in so many words, revealed that, like, he made pussy disappear. Like, right. Yeah. You know, yeah, she yeah. she turns the other cheek continually, like forever. 
I mean, there's there's something like this in the next season with the uh, the money out of the bird feeder, right? She, mm, she yeah, just right. she more or less is saying like, look, because after Krakauer puts it to her, like, leave him, get out, take what's left of the kids. You can't take blood money, like, you know, <laughs> all that. She's she obviously decides makes the conscious decision like I can't leave Tony. I'm stuck with him. So as long yeah. as I can milk him for the things that I want, then then I'm gonna continue the, with this. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 I mean I think it's I think it's like she's complicit and like and and maybe maybe that's what I was trying to say is that like he's the he's the non-Italian who's like telling mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. like no this is wrong but all these italians including her parents carmel's parents and maybe even melfi who doesn't give her like the um you know the cold water to the face like maybe it's just that all these the, all the italians are complicit um a little bit you know yeah like that's that that's what i that's what i sort of think it is and angie too you know um yeah yeah Oh, this yeah. is also we. Do, I mean, we don't need to have a discussion about it, but iconic line. Uh, I like the juice that says some pulp. Oh, oh yeah, of course, <laughs> classic scene. And classic she's smoking scene. a cigarette. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. I mean, gotta Never give it to. That. So Lawrence Connor wrote this episode. You gotta get like, I mean, iconic, just moments, memeable. Iconor, dude. Iconor. Iconor. Oh, um, <laughs> he went on to do a bunch of uh, Boardwalk Empire. Also, yes. Uh, yes. Nice. But so, yeah, the final scene ultimately, Tony, Tony sort of recognizes, like, hey, it must be awful to be married to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think he sort of is cognizant of that, and that's sort of why he agrees to the fifty k. And then on top of that, he's like, "You look like you could use a night off from cooking. Let's go out." Uh, and that's sort of yeah. how the episode ends. Mm-hmm. Often when I do something nice for my wife, uh, it's uh, uh, so I did something bad to precede it, and, uh, <laughs> right. yeah. and I know I, I know I fucked up and spoke, you know, uh, <laughs> said something I regret, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna I need to make this up, and yep. um, and Agreed. that's when I usually write a fifty thousand dollar check to my wife. So, Columbia, I, you know, I do it a lot. Yeah, I cool, do it a lot. Cool. Uh, and that's that is second opinion. Yeah, it's funny. I was, uh, I was like, oh, it's a, kind of one of those transition episodes, and then yeah, and then uh, oh. watching it, you know, there's so many great things in this episode. You're right. Like I was, oh, I sure. was surprised at how many moments within this episode that I that I had previously like in my mind. I was like, oh, this is sort of like a filler episode, but it's no, not. It's one of those there's... Seinfeld episodes. One of those Seinfeld episodes where yeah, like Gabriel said, so many things, so many things happen. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else from this episode? You wanna you wanna touch on? We good. We good. All right. We good. We good. Well, Joe, move. second opinion. <laughs> yeah, no, not this time. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Joe's just been rubbing his weird foot now for the last half hour, just rubbing. The, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt me anymore. Well, that's good. Some, good. Yes. Well, sometimes I don't know, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Oh, the wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. 
BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Chasing it, baby, chasing it. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Um, okay, right, so we'll move into <laughs> fucking internet. Fucking yeah, that's what I was uh, wanting us to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Fucking internet, fucking internet. Can we get like a little theme song for this? No? No. All right. Absolutely not. Yeah, get Danny I on. I just it. did it. Yeah, get Danny. Dude, oh, yeah, made that's true. Yeah. Banging. The best part of our podcast is, is our theme song. Yeah, you know people. Yeah, so yeah, for those who don't know, my, my, uh, my best childhood friend, uh, is a phenomenal uh, musician and composer, and he uh, he edited together uh, the the theme song for the pod. So shout out to Danny. Shout out to Danny. Oh, uh, all right, so this is the part of the show where we respond to questions and comments, what people are generally talking about um, on the internet regarding Sopranos. Uh, this week, nothing from Twitter. Nothing from Twitter. Nobody's hmm. talking about this episode on Twitter. All Reddit. Damn. Um, and so this one from user sunshine roses 247 uh what is the meaning behind christopher and polly thinking that their girlfriends wear size 10 shoes when they really don't uh that they don't know women's shoes <laughs> shoes it's, it's a <laughs> gag it's a fucking it's joke. a gag like, come on yeah. look because I, size 10 is a size huge well <laughs> yeah for a man right. I I mean maybe because I worked in a bowling alley uh, in high school, but I mean I know shoe sizes and yeah, we I think we had like one or two like sizes of like each size above like a nine or nine and a half for women. Like there were not many. Yeah, no, not like, many people coming in with the that size foot. Yeah, I mean I get it. No. People obsess over like numbers in this series, like the whole three o'clock thing and this like. People are looking for meaning in things. This is a fucking numerology. Game. Yeah. 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 It's a gag. Um, oh, I hate this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, fuck you, user Sunshine Roses 247. Dumb question. Uh, user Idiot. Davo Birmingham was Dean Ross actually Italian? In season three, episode seven, one of my favorite episodes, Carmela goes out for dinner with the Dean of Columbia who convinces her to part with 50 G's. In the process, he explains that his name is Ross. Or his name Ross is short for Rossetti. Thousand years of a proud name undone with one stroke of a pen at Ellis Island. The actor, Frank Wood, does not look Italian at all. And of course, he isn't. <laughs> As viewers, are we supposed to take him at his word and accept that he's Italian or are we supposed to be suspicious of him? Is the whole point that he is lying and taking advantage of Carmela's Italian pride and naivety? Or am I overthinking it? I've always wondered. No. I don't it's I definitely fair. don't think you're overthinking it. I yeah. think that's a fair question, yeah. I mean the guy like seems uh, 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 he's so inauthentic. 
right. he's such a salesman. So right. I don't I don't think it's so far fetched. I can no, see it going could, either way. You, I you mean, could you imagine could argue, like and and Tony has the I mean it's anti Semitic, but like he has the gut reaction that like uh uh yeah Dean Ross he's he's Jewish. Uh could be. Ross is a I'm, Ross is a Jewish name. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel like that's a name for like for every <laughs> it's it's pretty um, true that he could claim Rossetti from that. But he does speak uh, Italian. Oh yeah. But what but like that someone who's who's in academia could like also know Italian. True. Right. And you know, and, and he's done and he's done it's revealed that he's done like so much homework on her. Right. Right. Yeah. I like I like that. I like so that. He's uh, just a fucking snake. I, I kind of want to, uh, like, first time agree with one of these Reddit users <laughs> that uh, what they're thinking is uh, is correct. Okay, yeah, okay. I, mean, I mean, that makes it a lot more fun to think like that to think about it like that. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. he's he's not shy about telling her like it's his job to get money <clears throat> out of her. So. Yeah, and ultimately, a... he gets his way. So. Yeah. yeah. Not a far leap. Uh, this one from yeah. user Wondertunge, second opinion. Uh, so after Tony takes Junior to seek out a second opinion regarding his cancer treatment, he asks his uncle about Kennedy worship and a lack of respect for Hoffa and the Teamsters, to which Junior replies, that was the brother. That was the brother. I've watched this show <laughs> multiple times and still have no idea what he is referring to. Does anyone know what, what, what Robert is? Kennedy. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bobby. <laughs> hey. My God, read a book. Uh, well, this guy, this, oh, who knows? This person might not be American. Uh, True. But the man is a like American icon that like uh, almost as much as as John was. Like yeah. he like uh, no, was assassinated when he was <laughs> running for president and most likely would have been president. Yeah. He's got a bridge named after him in New York. I mean, That's right. On. Um yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that, I thought I think that is an interesting fascination about them, though, because I guess like they thought like JFK was like the mob helped. Yeah, he was mobbed elected, up. Right? right, right, right. Yeah, but then his brother goes after the mob. Yes, right. Um, that's correct. why. In, you know, you know. Well, so this this person asks on Reddit uh, under Underwooding. Why did Columbia want Tony Soprano's donation money? Um, was just watching Second Opinion where Meadows Dean at Columbia meets Carmela for lunch to solicit a $50,000 donation. He slaps down some sort of research dossier explicitly saying that he's looking into the Soprano's tax returns and knows how much money the family gave to Meadows High School or AJ's high school, right? It was Verbum Day. Didn't he end up? Verbum Day, yeah. Is that AJ or is that Meadows? I think that was AJ, right? It was AJ, right? Yeah. Because he got expelled and yeah. then had to... Okay. Right? Or no, no, no. Yeah. This, that's, yes. No. Right? No, he doesn't get expelled until... Would they have gone to the same the high end school? of the season, right? They so they did day. not go to the same high school because we never saw them like at high school, like in high school together. But naturally, like you send one kid to high school, you would send them to private school. The I mean, I, yeah, I guess that, that's true. That's <clears throat> anyway, true. which begs the question, anyway. why the <clears throat> fuck is Columbia asking for money from the Sopranos? They've clearly done in-depth research on the family's financial background. It seems like it would be impossible to miss the extensive news coverage of Tony's ties to the mob. These kinds of donations are public too, right? Why would Columbia want everyone to know they were taking mob money? Motherfucker. 
Jared Kushner's dad gave fucking $2 million to Harvard so he would fucking get in. And Jared Kushner's dad went to fucking prison. So, yeah, they don't give a fuck who's writing the check, man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, this that that's a little naive on your part. They will take whatever the fuck. They money will take they the can, money. They, like, I mean, it takes yeah. a lot of money to control uh, like half a Harlem real estate and Morningside Heights in those New York. Morningside like, Heights gangsters. Damn, yeah, damn is Rachel is yeah Rachel Maddow on the podcast right now or something? <laughs> like, you really know a lot about the Kushners and all. Uh, this one, this uh, is. Uh, Paul, Paul, please keep us abreast. Please keep us abreast. <laughs> um, this, uh, oh, this is a, this is a great one from Uncle Meat Thirteen. Oh hell yeah! That's finally a good handle. Guys, this is prepare yourself for this. After Tony smashes up Angie's car when he's talking to her, Gandolfini has some bullshit on his lip, and I can't stop fucking looking at it. It's like a piece of paper or something. Spit it out. Just had to bring that up. I want y'all to notice it on all your rewatches now. Damn. Uncle Meat didn't Uncle notice Meat, the paper or some shit. I didn't notice it. No. No. But <laughs> what can we say? But thanks for but 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 you know hopefully our audience will go back and uh, and check that out and see if you are uh, right or not, Meat. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe. They don't need to watch it, and it's something that's really irked them in the past, and they remember. I mean, or know, maybe there was something on your like, you know, TV uh, screen. Comp- yeah, t- TV that you're watching. Mm-hmm. Right. Meet. Okay, moving on to um, to some questions beyond this episode. Uh, this one from user Billy Mac O five. Which character deserved a beatdown but never received one? What do you guys think? That's a good question. Yeah. You got to think a little. Uh, huh. Carmella. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. Um, uh, I mean, fuck. A lot of people's minds probably go to Janice, but we saw her get a beat down from the Russians. She got a beat down. That's why. And, and, and a beat down from fucking Richie. It's a lot yep. like the catalyst for killing him. Yep. Um, uh, what about? I mean, Richie never really got a beat down. He got yeah, shot. He never in the chest. got. Be- <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. We never saw Richie like get punched or. I'll count that as yeah. a beat down. Though. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I think death. Is, yeah, yeah. It's kind sure. of the ultimate beat down is uh, death. <laughs> um, maybe, um, maybe Paulie. I mean, Paulie like never. No one, no one, no one messed with him. That's true. When we never saw Paulie really taking any hits. This he gets no, need in the he he gets oh, well he gets, the yeah, Russian the Colombian. Oh, okay. and the Colombian when the when he gets yeah. need in the balls like yeah when they when they like make that big fucking yeah. uh, cash cow um, maybe uh, my fucking balls. <laughs> uh, I don't know Johnny Sack. Do you guys think Johnny Sack deserved the beatdown? I mean, he. Uh, I would think Paulie, Paulie, Paulie would deserve a beat down more than Johnny. More than Johnny. Just because, like, Paulie's like Butchie, you know, maybe Butchie. Butchie was a piece of shit. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, Butchie. Hmm. I'm just trying to think. I mean, fucking uh, Noah would have loved to see. Oh that guy. yeah, fucking... actually, yeah. You know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's okay. We all agree. Uh, it's no, Noah. Yeah, okay. it's Noah. All right, it's definitely Noah. 
Would have been nice if he like took that newspaper when he's poking him and just shoved it through his chest yeah. cavity. <laughs> just, yeah, just thinking about when he's like he's looking at it and knock he's looking at it and he's looking at it and knock his lights out. Yeah, it would have been nice to see that see him try. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if yeah. that's a deleted scene we could find. Oh I wish. Um and this one from user Deadco Mule. It's an old fashioned soprano style duel. Patsy Parisi and Matt Bevilacqua stand back to back. Instead of taking 10 paces, they each sprint to opposite sides of a scuzzy New Jersey parking lot, blindly blasting pistols over their shoulder. Who wins and why? Patsy. Patsy. Yeah, Patsy. Fucking seasoned, like, actual criminal. Bevilacqua went to Pace College. I mean, this is... Obviously, this question is is posed because we see both of these characters aimlessly firing guns over their shoulders at some point in the series. Bevilacqua right. dies. Patsy survives. Patsy gets away. So yeah. I'm, right. I'm gonna. If, if Patsy, if Patsy were to agree to do that with him, <laughs> that like if they agreed to those terms, like we're gonna run. Yeah. And we're gonna like haphazardly like shoot behind, like you know hold guns and shoot behind us. They would do that, and Matt Bevelock would start, and then Patsy would just turn around and shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's true. Yeah, that's the smarter thing to do, and that's that's who would win. In that and then scenario. he'd and then he'd pee on him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, and that's all I got for fucking internet. Wow, good stuff. Good stuff. Amazing. Another well, good app, boys. Another good app. Yo, another uh, good app. An app that uh, I think is often overlooked. I will say, I think this this episode has moments that that are iconic to the fandom. Um, but yes. when people are naming their favorite episodes, even from this season, uh, second opinion is often overlooked. So it is uh, true. Maybe unjustly. It is so. true. Um, I, we also we wanted to shout out. I think we were going to do it last week, and then we didn't record. But uh, we wanted to shout out um, our uh, our buddy JB John Bolin, who um, is uh, an avid listener. He pointed out that we need to stop saying like too many times. We say like a lot, and you know what? He's absolutely right. I edit the pod when I'm listening back. I, I especially notice it myself. Really gonna try to get these likes out, okay? <laughs> folks yeah i don't know i don't know if i i i wasn't conscious of it uh, this week so i might have threw some likes in there but i will try my best going forward i feel like we you do know, more I mean, when we have look, a guest could mm, be maybe could be i mean look we're working look, just, on it john i mean it was, you know, it was a great it was a great note and and if anybody else has anything that you know they want to say we love interacting yeah. with our fans and you exactly. know we'll, we'll shout you on the podcast or you know we make may 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 make fun of you yeah it's it's um, true you so, you, know, you if, won't know if you way. want that yeah please yeah. call us on if you so, want that please so please exactly send us your bullshit at osopranospod at gmail.com you can always follow us on twitter and instagram at osopranospod you know we're trying to post the memes we're doing uh, the memes we're trying to we're doing the memes you know we're no time immemorial we're no sopranos gram but you know we're trying to hold it down for y'all uh good episode boys good to be back and tune in next week we have david chase 
That's right. <laughs> the man. The man, the myth, my the account. Legend. David Chase Mike. <laughs> That's right. Of Chase Bank. No, it's David from Chase, Chase Bank. Bank. <laughs> 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 All right. Till next time. Oh. oh. Welcome to BreezeLine, where next-level internet speeds mean next-level productivity. Whether it's back to school, back to work, or back to reality, don't let slow internet slow down your game. Kick it up a notch with a game-changing offer of 1 gig fiber-fast speeds for only $59.99 per month. Choose BreezeLine and get next-level internet and faster speeds backed by a fiber-powered network. Terms and conditions apply. Go to BreezeLine.com to learn more.